Hi, everyone. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio. This is Klaatu, and I'm talking with my friend Cyanide Cupcake. Say hello, Cyanide Cupcake. Hello, Cyanide Cupcake. About open badges, or actually the concept of badges, but this was all sort of come, this was suggested to us, I guess, because of something that you saw, Cupcake, uh, on Mozilla. They've got a, a new specification for something called open badges. What is this? The, the main context that I've seen it in is uh, for education, but it can be used f- like all over the place. It's pretty much you get a badge, a digital badge that says like you have a certain skill set, and then it goes into what's called a backpack, um, which is kind of like where you display all your badges. There's also like real life physical badges that you can get from places like Adafruit, like you just like purchase them and they're you have to like sew them or iron them on. So the thing that ma- that I thought of immediately when when you kind of told me hey mozilla has an open badge spec now was like for con- on on a video game like consoles like where you get the trophies right. for achievements and stuff like that yeah. but it's not really part of or i guess it is kind of part of the game but then it shows up under your user profile as well so other players can see oh they got the you know marksmanship badge from this game and uh, got every piece of loot possible from that game so I think it's kind of the same concept, except it's just kind of like your internet badge backpack. Yeah, and, and it's not like with a video game, it's pertaining to like what happened, you know, on your Xbox or whatever. This relates to like real life skills that could be online or offline. So like you could have like the Raspberry Pi badge or the I bought a I built a robot today badge. Um, in addition to like, you know, I'm a coder and I know HTML and whatnot. Have you tried this out yet? Have you taken a look at this? I, I briefly tried it out. Um, I earned the, I don't remember what the badge was called, but I it think was it was called, the, I know that badges exist badge or something. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And uh, in order to achieve that badge, you pretty much like walk through their quick little tutorial uh, about, you know, what they were trying to do with badges and why they were doing badges. And then you just answered like true or false questions. I think there was like five of them. And they're like, congratulations, a badge. And I don't know if all badges are like that, but if they are, that I don't know, it seems kind of lame to me. But um, that was the first one, so it was pretty easy. I doubt that they're all that easy. So the concept of the backpack, I mean, just not... I haven't looked, we haven't looked at the specification in depth. It is on GitHub. You can go to openbadges.org and look at it. But it, it seems to be like you almost... You set up a badge server, and then people who earn the badges that you're offering essentially will authenticate into your server so that their their badge will display wherever they want it to display. That's that's what I sort of gather from the open badge spec that I kind of briefly looked at. The, I think the larger question, rather than... I mean, it's good that there's a specification, that there's a technology for this, I guess, because I guess maybe there was some demand for it, and it's better that someone step in and say, okay, hey, here's the open badge spec, we can all use it rather than everyone coming up with their own badge spec and then us having, like, 30 different specifications like it commonly does happen. But my question is, like, 
I mean, I know that you're in education, Cupcake. That's kind of like your business. Um, was there, in your opinion, a demand for this? Like, like why does this exist, I guess, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I guess it exists because people are, one, uh, we're moving more into technology. I go to lots of things where they're discussing, like, how can we integrate programming and robots and which all that other good. fun stuff into education. Yeah, yeah which, which I cool. totally support. Yeah, And I think that like when we get into that then they start to think well, like well how you know there aren't there aren't tests that we can like track you know and say like this is what these kids learned and like you know we you can't really test it so i think that they're trying to find ways to motivate children to be interested in these things which is is very good but and also um for the teachers themselves and to also get the state to believe that like there is worth in what they're doing and look this is how we can prove that right. um by coming up with these badges and whatnot personally i don't really support the badge idea to me uh i think it's a little silly it's i think that if kids are interested in something they're going to be interested in, in it without a goal and that there's been a lot of like studies done i can't actually tell you that an exact name of the studies but they have studied children and um, a lot of times when they have used badge systems, the children progress to a certain point and they like start out like getting lots of badges and then they kind of plateau and they're not really interested anymore because they weren't interested so much in what they were learning as they were interested in the actual attainment of the badges. So they're not going to like once they reach like if you're, you know, programming a video game, like you program a video game and you meet all the qualifications, get your badge and there's so much more to still learn, but why learn it if you aren't getting the prize and, you know, you're not... Yeah, I mean, that that to me seems like sort of a weakness of the idea because you can only dangle the, this idea of, look, a little virtual badge in front of someone for so long, and then after they accrue, like, five or ten or whatever, they catch on fairly quickly that, okay... All I'm getting is a little digital badge. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really, you know, how, how long can that really satiate your desire for, for earning stuff? You know, I don't know yeah. if that, it doesn't seem like the motivation is correctly placed there. Also, like, not just on the side of education. I mean, there's also, badges aren't just for kids. Mm -hmm. They're also for adults. And right. I think that that is even more absurd than the, the idea of badges for children, because I can at least see where they're coming from. For adults, um, on, Mozilla, on Mozilla's website for open badges, they actually say that they use the example of why badges are important by saying that you can just like write anything on a resume and there's nothing really to back it up, but somehow badges do back up that I have these skills. And before we even looked up the open badges um, and, and we're like looking into it, like we had already heard about it and we were having this discussion, one of the things that we said was that on a, we use that as an example, but in the opposite way, that whenever you do do a resume, it's not just the things that you write down. You you write down things, but then you have to you have to supply often a portfolio and yeah. almost I think every job I've ever applied to I had to have a either a letter of recommendation or references. Yeah. You know, especially when you start getting into the tech fields, like you do have to show like yes I know these skills and you're not gonna get slide by for very long if right. you don't. Exactly. Have That's them. what I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean if 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 you're st stupid enough to 
to put something that you cannot do on your resume. Yeah, it might not be verifiable, but I mean, the moment they hire you, you sit down and you don't know what you're doing. I mean, you're going to be fired the same day. It's, mm-hmm. it's not going to last for very long. So I don't think anyone would, I don't think that's a common practice of, oh, I'll put this skill on my resume and then I won't be able to ever back it up. It's just kind of like, that's not how people usually work. I'm sure there are stories where people did do that. They got the job, they coasted for a while, and then it turned out they didn't know what they did. But I, I imagine that's not that common. I think that with adults, like your your work speaks for itself yeah and well that's what that's what the internet has enabled us all to do and that's mm-hmm. how it's been i think is it's been based on what do you have online right now like show me your code like wh- what have you got or show me your portfolio mm-hmm. like on the internet that is your badge you don't need mm-hmm. a, a badge system to verify or to validate what you're doing mm-hmm. well, even with us like we we've been working on me and Klaatu have been working on uh, robots a lot. Yeah. And every single time, like, we reach a new plateau with the robot, we'll either take photos or mm-hmm. do a video. Yeah. And then we'll we'll write about it. Like, we'll post online. Like, this is what we did today. This is, like, problems we've encountered. Yep. This is how we fixed it. So, I mean, it shows, like, yes, like, we're working on this yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And even the mistakes that we make, because we've posted things where it wasn't working exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that shows the progress and, like, the, the path that we're, we're taking. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's the open source model, right? You, you're full transparency. You show every step that you make, even the bad stuff, even the bugs. You, you kind of like let that be out there in the open. And it concerns me, I think, this idea that you need a third party to like sort of step in and validate things or verify things. Because, I mean, that's the same thing with like SSL certifications, right? You've got these digital signatures that you put on your server that, that verify, hey, this really is the server that you think it is. Yesterday you signed into the server, today you signed into the server. Both times you're signing into the same server. And then there were like these VeriSign and all these other third parties that like sell SSL certifications for like five grand. And everyone's like, oh, well, if it's not, an, if it's not one of these expensive SSL certs, then we're not going to trust it. You know, we're going to call it a questionable site. When you can roll your own SSL certs, it's not that big of a deal. So why is there a, this illusion that we need a third party to to step in and, and validate things, which is what this open badge system is doing? Pretending like, oh, well, there's this third party that's issuing this badge, so it must be true. And that gives us, I think, a, a false sense of, not security, but a false sense of truthfulness. Whenever I was younger, I was in Girl Scouts and I was in 4-H and Girl Scouts does use a badge system, which is cool. And you like work on badges by yourself. You work on them with the troop. And I, I earned many, many badges. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> but 4-H does not use a badge system. 4-H generally thought of for like horses and livestock, but they have other projects too. Like I did a cat project. I did a horse project. And I also did a photo project with, with the projects you get a booklet and you can work on it with other people personally everything except for the horses i worked on privately with myself and whenever i did the photo project i filled out the booklet i did all of the different projects they had you do but they also had you set goals of like why you were doing this project like what did you want to learn for it like what did you want to improve with your photography skills had you done photography at all before so like little spots to write that in you can like discuss it with your parents as well and i did a project i created a photo album and took it to a fair 
a 4-H fair and I won first prize. And I still have that photo album today and that's still a great source of pride for me and it's something that I can show to people. And also I've done, um, since then I've done two other photo albums and I would still continue to do them but now most of my photos are digital but I'm still a photographer. Like I am constantly taking photos no matter where I go. So the badges, like I did learn a lot in Girl Scouts. I'm not going to discredit those things I learned but I can't really remember any of them because it was collecting the badges and yeah, like learning cool skills but a lot of it was collecting the badges whereas with the 4-H method it was actually learning something I was interested about and fostering like a lifelong love of that thing. And and I think that's an important differentiation between like I don't know what we would call that method the 4-H method whatever that would be but the badges versus that like in that case you are setting your own goals to attain right whereas with a badge yeah, it's like about this badge, and then once you've collected them all, yeah, you probably are going to forget about them because you're going to realize that 50 other people have those badges, and, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not as significant to you. And letting people, maybe if there was some kind of hybrid where, yes, you had the open badge system, but the badges were decided upon by the person, you know, and then they right. could only get it if they achieve their own personal goal, then right. maybe that would be more significant to people. The The, the motivation is coming from within, I guess. Right, and the desire to learn, not the desire to get something. To get a badge. For adults, we were poking around on the Mozilla Open Badges website, and, like, for the actual, like, Mozilla badges that they were giving out, they were all, like, go to this, like, Mozilla website and, like, do, like three comments mm-hmm. and about like the html and right. stuff like that to prove that you knew what you were doing right. you're a coder and to me i mean that just sounds like busy work it sounds like whenever you're in school and they're like oh do this worksheet because i don't know what to do i've got some free time after you're done with this test so just do a quick worksheet that doesn't mean anything right yeah um and that's kind of the way i feel with this like it, it seemed like i mean yeah i mean and i get i get that I, I I kind of get, like, if you're just someone and, and for some reason you've latched on to, you know, some project, let's say it is Mozilla, and you say, oh, I want to earn all these badges just to show how much I love Mozilla, how much I've really helped out on their project, and sort of that I subscribe to everything that they say, you could do their badges and, like, earn those badges just really as a game for yourself. I guess my main opposition is the idea that these badges might ever become seen as actually valid measures of someone's worth or or expertise. The code whisperer. In order to prove that you are a code whisperer and you, and you know HTML, you add explanatory and helpful comments to a Mozilla WebMaker project and you have to like code like write code comments at least 3 times in WebMaker projects. So they're not really proving like, yes, like I've created this wonderful website using HTML and CSS. Um, It's just saying that you were able to critique somebody else's code where, I mean, yeah. It it, kind of smacks, because look, when when I go to someone's site, in theory, and and I see this Mozilla Code Whisperer badge, like, does it smacks of uh, sort of hyperbole, you know? Because it's like Code Whisperer. Ooh, that sounds <laughs> so mystical. This person must be really amazing. And like, then you look into it further, and it's like, oh, so they added three comments to someone else's code, so they're a Code Whisperer. I don't know. That just seems like it's, I don't know. It smacks of like either buzzwords or you know, it's yeah. that that sense of meaningless sort of like things that that just don't they don't mean anything yeah i I think some of the other like i mean this is just mozilla's but like all of the ones that i see here are pretty much like you have to complete like this seemingly meaningless task on somebody else's project right but i i I don't know like some other uh 
people who are participating in the badges and creating their own badges like might have more in-depth stuff sure um but there's the div master uh -huh. which is a mini badge uh -huh. and it represents an html skill and it's earned by properly using the div tag <laughs> in a mozilla webmaker project there you go. and you only have to use it properly twice perfect and every a div master for that for yeah and that's i mean yes it's an important skill but that doesn't Ugh, face palm. <laughs> this is like as somebody who does have like have websites that I've I've created. This is kind of I feel kind of insulted. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Yeah. And I don't even think like I'm not. I've only been working with HTML and CSS for under a year still. It's right. almost a year, but it's yeah, under a year. Yeah. And I find this <laughs> insulting. insulting. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine being somebody who actually has been doing this for their entire lives yeah, saying um, oh you're getting a badge for being a div master because you've used a div tag twice, twice. using ordered and unordered tag list tags right yeah but see i mean i again i kind of see where they're coming from it's like if you are someone who wants to learn html and you need some way of tracking your own progress mm -hmm. then this does give you a a kind of a basic guideline on how you might go about learning that stuff. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But for like monitoring people who like actually yeah. like know these skills well yeah. and like this is like their life. Yeah. This is seems, not what you would want to go by. It, it's good for like once again going back to possibly for education, but not for. But the again, real not world. really, and and not even. I mean, possibly for education, but not necessarily. I mean, that's not going to be. It's only going to be something that people are interested in for so long until they just figure out that the badges are sort of meaningless carrots that you're dangling in front of them. It's like, okay. it might be better less of a badge than a, like a, a guidepost or something like, Hey, go this way. If you want to learn more about HTML, follow this path. You right. Know? I mean, it would be impossible for somebody like who's like, if you're issuing badges to like sit there and like look at everybody's code yeah, and like prove yeah. that they really did write that right. code. Yeah. But once again, that's like, that's what we're kind of saying. Like, I mean, your work shows itself. You don't need verification from someone else. Yeah. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention too is like like I mentioned at the beginning with Adafruit. Adafruit you can buy for like I think like two bucks or something. You can buy little iron-on patches that say like I'm skilled at Scratch or the Raspberry <laughs> Pi or right. whatever. And I mean, there's no way for that. Like, there's no way to like verify that at all. Like anybody can just buy them, and there's right. nothing saying like like we're gonna like run you through all these rigorous tests to make sure you've actually opened Earned up scratch before right yeah and so it's just it's it just seems so silly like we're not boy scouts and girl scouts anymore we're adults and and even with kids like i think that the kids will do the work and i've seen kids do the work because they're passionate about it i was taught by a bunch of like eight to ten year olds how to use scratch because like they told me about it they were in in, in the middle of the summer too like it wasn't like we were in a classroom setting like it was at a summer camp they taught me scratch because I expressed an interest to them in it and they were already passionate about, about it. it. Yeah. So like they like taught me the basics and then like we'd be sitting down like at like lunch break and I'd be writing my program and they would come over and like, well, why don't you do this? And I'm like, well, I don't know how to do that. And they'd come over and they'd, <laughs> they'd tell me how to do it. That's what like I think we want to get out of it. We want to have like passionate kids who are excited about learning. They're excited about the technology that they've learned because because of the technology because itself, of the technology. Yeah. not the badges like they, they have, they're passionate about what they're doing and i think that the badges can really take away from that so we're wondering like we kind of obviously don't really agree with the badge system but it's it's still pretty new and it's 
you know, growing, probably will grow and change. Um, but we're wondering, like, um, if you disagree with us, like, why? And also, like, for any of you listeners, like, have you used badges? Do you see a benefit? Have you seen a benefit? Um, have you seen anything negative from it? What has your experience been? Like, we're really interested in learning more about it because it is so new. So if you have used them or have an opinion on them, uh, please share. Yeah, absolutely. Openbadges.org. Yep. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.